Hey family, it's Coach Josh again with another daily play. And today's daily play is eight ways to increase and stay focused. Again, eight ways to increase and stay focused. And this daily play is very important. It's for our Focus Fridays. And for those who's been following me on my community tab here on my YouTube channel, you know that Fridays is for focus, helping us uh, discover, develop, and distribute our God-given purpose. So every Friday, we're going to be getting for the foreseeable future, you're going to get videos on how to increase your focus and all those things pertaining to your purpose. Before um, you get into this video, before we get into this video, go ahead and pause the video. Go to my website, I am unplugged plug.com forward slash worksheets and go there and download today's worksheet because I have an, a, an a extensive plan that will help you track your fruit weekly and what you need to do daily to stay focused. And while you come back in, uh, make sure you go ahead and subscribe, comment, like, share, hit the bell, all that good stuff. I would love um, to continue to serve you all and have you all a part of my community here online. But let's get right into my main thought and we're going to get into some talking points and get into the rest of my points so that we can really um, um, narrow this topic down into a singular point where we're able to say, you know what, this is how I must increase and stay focused on the right things. But my main thought for today is whatever has your focus flourishes, okay? Whatever has your focus flourishes. And my talking points, I have three. So then we're going to talk about what is focus, what hinders focus, and how to stay focused. And my question that I want you to process as you listen and beyond this video is this. What is flourishing in your life? Okay. What is flourishing in your life? But let's get into what is focus. Start with the definition. The definition of focus is the center of interest and activity. The definition of focus is the center of interest and activity. Being focused by definition is having clear goals and objectives with actions dedicated to accomplishing these goals or objectives. Again, the definition of focus is the center of interest and activity and being focused definition is having clear goals and objectives with actions dedicated to accomplishing these goals or objectives. But let's get right into the problem and we have some more points in regards to focus. Very simple problem and, and, and it goes this way. Many people are either too distracted or not distracted enough. People are either too distracted or dis not distracted enough. Now, what does that mean? Um, either you are a person, um, there's three types of people. Either you are uh, uh, too distracted, not distracted enough, or fully distracted. Now, what I mean by that, um, number one, you means you're too distracted, meaning that you're too distracted on the things that deserves your attention or focus. Not distracted enough means that you are an individual who's not distracted enough on their purpose. So I guess there's really two people, not the third, but either you're too distracted in the wrong things or not distracted enough, meaning that you're partially kind of focused, you're, you halt between two opinions, your attention is divided, maybe you have a clue of what you should focus on, but there's some elements in your life that's distracted you, but the goal in this video is to help you to be ex extremely distracted from distractions. And what I mean by that, it's your purpose and your why is so vivid, so strong that you like, man, I got to focus on this because of the people that, that will benefit from it because of what I desire in my life. And because when you have desired outcomes, you will, with that corresponding desires, have disciplined outputs. But I'm getting ahead of myself, but let's keep going. I have some more points on focus. Then we're going to get into some scriptures and we're going to get into how to increase and stay focused. Number one, focus is energy. Focus is energy. 
anytime you focus it on something, that brain power, that energy, um, is that that vibe is is in that direction. And we have to understand that that's that's what it is. That focus is energy. That whatever we focus on will take our energy and will grow. So if you're focusing on the wrong things, you giving the wrong things premium energy. See, every day, based upon your eating, based upon your exercise, based upon your enjoyments or whatever in regards to your day will determine the energy you have for the next day. Unfortunately, though, many people are so distracted or uh, um, focusing their energy on the wrong things that their premium energy, the energy or focus that's supposed to go to their craft, the energy or focus that's supposed to go towards Christ, the energy to focus is supposed to go towards your children, the energy to focus is supposed to be going to your companion is being taken away into something that should be number nine, number 12 on your list or not on your list at all. And that's what you got to assess. What in my life is flourishing? Because whatever that is, is taking premium energy that was supposed to be invested into someone or something more important. Another point that I want to talk about in regards to focus, focus is a decision. Okay. Focus is a decision either from facts or fantasy. So when you focus on something, you basically make it a decision that this right here is not that important, even though it may be glaring that it's important. But at that moment, based upon your mental health and what I mean by mental health, your, your muscle memory, your memory muscle, I mean, and, and how you train your mind, your perspectives, your worldview, your values, your standards, etc., will determine what's most important, even though what you may think is most important may be least important. But based upon your maturity level, you may stamp this thing over here more important than this thing like your children your family your 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 purpose god and whatever that right there is glaring saying yo give your attention here but focus is a decision either from facts or fantasy People who go off of fantasies like, well, I'm still a boy, I'm still a girl, and this is the fantasy world that I would like to live in, so I'm going to focus my energy on this, or these are the results or the fruits of my fears. And so all this right here is getting all of my attention instead of the facts. There are certain things in your life that's looking you in the eye saying, yo, yo, we need your attention, bro. Young lady, we need your attention. If you don't give us attention now, you you may not be successful down the road. So you got to go off of facts, not fantasies fantasy and really look at life and be like, yo, even though I don't feel like giving this my attention, even though I may like not, not may not like the process of this thing, I must, keyword must, give this my attention. Maturity turns uh, 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 um, rust into must. You see what I'm saying? Maturity. Maturity will say, you know what? This area that I have allowed to rust, I threw the maturity in my mind. Now this is a must. I'm going to make this my decision so that it won't rust away in my life. Let's keep going. The third point for more points on focus, the health of your mind will determine your ability to focus. Hear me closer, the health of your mind. We're not talking about um, um, serious levels of mental illness. We're just talking about um, mind training. You see what I'm saying? Like mental conditioning. Um, um, your level of your mental maturity will determine uh, what you focus on. It would actually determine your ability to focus. Like if, you, if you're if you still a babe in your mind, if you haven't uh, matured your mind and grown up in life, then you're not gonna understand responsibility. See, there are just certain things that we should be 
reaching towards every day because that's our responsibility. That's why I tell people, do not respond to things you know you don't have ability to manage. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have the ability to respond, don't respond, don't reach for it. And so what most people do is they'll reach for a marriage, but don't have the ability to respond to the demands of a marriage. They'll, they'll, they'll make a baby, but don't have the ability to respond to the needs of that child. And so what happens is people are reaching for things. And then after they have grasped that things, have realized they don't have the ability to manage that thing. And now to suffocate that's the screams of what's needed, they rather divert their attention to other things. But in all actuality, if you mature your mind through the Holy Spirit, and allow him to renew your mind, then you will grow into a place of maturity where you're able to manage those things or key things in life. Let's keep going. Your attention will determine either your ascension or your detention. Your attention will determine either your ascension or your detention. Whatever has your attention is going to determine whether you ascend or be detained. And a lot of people are in detention right now, trapped in a phase of life, not able to mature or grow or to enjoy the fruits that God has predestined for them to enjoy. You see what I'm saying? So what you got to do, you got to say, is what I'm giving my attention right now is going to either is it going to help me ascend or will it or will it have me in detention? Let's keep going. Like I said before, we're going to talk about a lot of these, this point that I'm about to share right now, a lot on Fridays, because we're going to talk about uh, um, really maximizing our time, our ideas, etc., our purpose. So one of the phrases you're going to hear me talk about a lot in a lot of videos is your desired outcomes will determine your disciplined outputs. Your desired outcomes will determine your disciplined outputs. Now, what does that mean? If you have already established your desired outcomes, these are my desired outcomes for the week, for the month, for the quarter, for the year, for my life. Then when you see those things over and over again, uh, uh, maybe like an outcome poster, like these are my desired outcomes as far as a vision vision board. These are my desired outcomes. Then if you see that every day, then you will say, okay, what disciplined outputs, daily disciplined outputs must I output every day to ensure that these desired outcomes are manifesting in my life. That's the core of focus. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever I desire in my life, I'm, I have to do these certain things in order for these things to happen. Many people are just lazy, man. Just keeping it a buck. A lot of people are just lazy. And they're like, yo, I, these things will come to me. Oh, I'll, I'll close my eyes and say it over and over again. It's going to come in my life. No, 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 no. Things come when you do the things that things require you to do in order for that thing to be an established thing in your life. Let's keep going. Last but not least, under my points of focus, focus must be prioritized. Some of the things that you're focusing on are not necessarily bad things. They're bad because they're out of order. So there are certain things that deserves your premium focus, etc. Some things can 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 be should be number nine or ten on our list, but we made those things number one. Number one should be who should deserve who deserves my undivided attention is God, and then Him as He gives our undivided attention will teach us how to de delegate our attentions to the appropriate places where we are being able where we will be able to eventually get to the places and to become the person that we desire. Let's get some scriptures real quickly. Uh, one of my favorite ones. That I'm going to talk about today is Matthew 6, 22 through 23. It says the eye is the lamp of the body. And some texts you will have also said is also the window to the soul. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. 
But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? And what does that mean? It's basically saying your perspective. Your perspective would determine what you focus on. If your eye, your perspective of how you perceive life is darkened, then your whole body is dark. But if your perspective is light, if your perspective has been illuminated by the Holy Spirit and you're able to perceive things in their proper, from their proper uh, uh, place of design, then you will be able to say, you know what? I see very clearly and the light in me will continue to shine out of me and, and bring life to the things that I need life towards. But if you allow your perspective to be darkened, your soul will be darkened. If you pers- if your perspective, then you will see things dimly. You won't see things accurately. And then you won't be able to really know what to focus on or your focus will be diverted to things that will destroy and decay your life. Let's keep going. Colossians 3, 2 says, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on this earth. What should have your vision is things that are above this world system. My focus got to be on things that are above. I got to keep my focus towards the hills from which cometh my help, my help coming from the Lord. I'm going to keep my focus on things that are pure, lovely, just. I'm going to keep my, my focus on things that are, that are bigger than me. See, my focus is not just on me. Yes, I focus on my needs, self-care and self-love, etc. but it's bigger than me. You see, I chose to get married. I'm choosing to have children. You see what I'm saying? I chose the call. I accepted the call. So therefore, it's bigger than me. You got to have an eternal focus, an eternal perspective that says, yo, this is what life is really about. And I got to focus. So I got to set my mind. I got to set my focus. That comes with responsibility. Proverbs 4, 20, that responsibility, it comes with a decision. Proverbs 4, 25 says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Now, what does that mean? So many people, the reason why their focus is skewed is because they keep looking backwards. Where are you going? Wherever you focused on is where you're headed. Look forward, be positive, be optimistic. Be don't know, because if you keep looking back, and that will be where you reside. Like you heard me say in many videos, your past was meant to be a place of reference, not a place of residence. It's supposed to be a place where you refer back to to make sense of what you're reaching towards. Let's keep going. Psalms 101:3 says, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. Now, what does that mean? It should make, it should bother you to see people who fall away and that should inspire you not to fall away. Basically what this is saying is saying, man, I will decide today not to set before me anything that is worthless, anything that's not valuable. And you measure things, you measure a thing's worth by its eternal value. Because if you measure by its eternal value, then you will understand its earthly value. But most people are setting before their eyes worthless things, things that ain't going to profit them anything. And they wonder why their lives are self-destructing. Now, Let's get into eight ways on how you and I can increase and stay focused. Eight ways you and I can increase and stay focused. Of course, I spelled the word focus, all right? And I know focus has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven letters, but we have an extra one in one of the other letters. But number one F, you got to fix your eyes, man. If you want to increase and stay focused on things and cause the right things to flourish in your life, you got to fix your eyes, man. 
You got to fix them. You got to say, you know, I'm going to fix either. I'm going to, I'm going to fix the conditions of my eyes. And after I fix, after I have fixed the condition of my eyes, I then now going to now fix my eyes on the right things. You got to fix the condition of your eyes. You got to get to the root reason. Why am I not focused? One of the things that hinders focus I didn't really cover is poor decision-making, the health of the mind, not making your mind a, a strong muscle. You got to fix your eyes and be like, okay, what has, what has my eyes been lingering towards on, latching on recently? Are those things profitable or are those things liabilities? You see what I'm saying? You got to fix your eyes. Say, so you know what? These, this is the problem of my eye. It's my heart. It's my intentions. It's how I view myself. It's my self-esteem. All those different things would determine your 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 pursuits. You got to fix your eyes. Like, what's wrong with your eyes? What's wrong with them? Really get deep and say, what's wrong with my eyes? And after that, then after you found the issue and gave it over to God and allow the Holy Spirit to give you perspective and the facts and not just getting caught up in the fantasies of your own mind, then you will be able to say, okay, now I will readjust and fix my eyes on the right things. Secondly, of the F's, Next, you got to finalize the fruit you would like to bear in your life. Finalize it right now. Establish it. What is the? What are the fruits that I want to bear in my life? Who do I want to become? What do I want to behold? And who are the people that will benefit? You see what I'm saying? You got to think about your beneficiaries. You got to think about the people that will that has to eat from your decisions, that has to deal with your decisions, that has to deal with your focus or the lack thereof. So you got to say, I'm going to finalize today what fruits I want for my life. I'm going to determine my desired outcomes so that I can know what discipline outputs to implement in my life. Oh, how to increase your focus and to stay focused on the right things, ensuring those things flourish. Oh, you got to outline tomorrow today. Those who are residual in their focus, who are who stay focused, they don't let a day go by without planning it. And I have right here, you got to outline tomorrow today with potential obstacles in mind. You can't be so dogmatic about your plans. You got to allow life to unfold. You know, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the purpose of the Lord that prevails. So the more you get to know the person, the more you will be sensing the monkey wrenches thrown by God to kind of get you to focus on something else that needs your focus that day, even though you may have planned that night. But you should put it into practice to, to have each time held accounted for. You see what I'm saying? It's when you do that the night before, you're basically outlining between 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., between 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., between et cetera, et cetera. Every three-hour increments, outline them. And then that will get you disciplined so that you can actually bear the fruit. See, you have to prune your life in order to see fruit from it. So you have to outline tomorrow, today. Before you go to sleep, hold tomorrow accountable. Uh, uh, give accounts for tomorrow. So that as soon as you wake up, you know, boom, 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 what you need to do. And as you guide, go with the Holy Spirit, of course, you will, you will, the Holy Spirit will kind of lead and guide you into the truth of that day. But make sure you implement this as a pattern because it will help you when there, when the Holy Spirit is just allowing you to go through your routines, etc., etc. How to increase and stay focused. See, remove all internal and external clutter. Remove it. I can't really do videos in a dirty room. I can't I have to clean everything up so I can have clarity, uh, clarity because clutter uh, affects clarity. 
You know, if you have everything all over the place, it's hard to, because your, your mind is so latched on to all these different pieces all over the place, that it's hard to be singular on things that are important. So you got to remove your internal, external clutter. What are those things inside that's cluttering your clarity? That's keeping you from being focused. Remove that stuff, man. Remove those internal distractions. Man, you got to go into the word of God and find the facts about what you're wrestling with on the inside. If you're wrestling with your identity, if you're wrestling with your, about your children and his cares, whatever cares you're wrestling with, that's going to affect your clarity. So you got to get into the word of God to find the facts of where you're supposed to do with those things so that you can be clear-minded, clear-focused, and, and, and be able to really see fruit in your life. Also, you got to remove external clutter. We talking about people who are cluttering your lives, products that's cluttering your lives, um, um, the way you live that's cluttering your life. You got to get those things out. How to increase and stay focused? You use your premium energy wisely. How to increase and stay focused? You got to honor your energy. You got to respect your energy. You got to say, you know what? I've been giving the wrong things energy. Ask yourself the question. With the things that you've been giving things to, have you got anything back from those things? I think, am I getting ahead of myself? No, I'm not. Think about all the things you have invested energy into over the years. That relationship, that, are you getting anything out of it? Did you get anything out of it? Have you learned anything from it so that you don't repeat the same cycle again? What about the food you eat? Are you getting anything out of that? What about the people and the friendship? Are you getting anything out of those friendships? You see what I'm saying? Are, because some of us, we are investing energy in people who don't return the investments. The only investments you should make into people or things that will not invest back is when God tells you to invest. Because God will repay you. You see what I'm saying? But most of us are in disobedience and investing in things that's not bringing any type of return back into our lives. And we're wondering why we don't have an abundant life. Jesus said, I give you life and life more abundantly. I just don't want life. I want abundant life. And abundant life is not just external things. Abundant life is I want to be in an abundance of joy and an abundance of love and an abundance of patience, meekness, etc., etc., and self-control. I want that in so in such abundance. And that will determine the abundance of my external things. So you gotta say, man, am I using my premium energy wisely? What am I giving it to? Write down those things that you're giving energy to and then ask yourself, what am I getting from this? And if you ain't getting anything from it, it's time to cut your focus to it. How to increase and stay focused? S, stay properly fueled. It's hard to be focused for a duration of a thing if you're not properly fueled. That means you got to get your sleep. You got to eat right. You got to drink right. You got to have the right type of mind. You have to have the right type of perspectives and outlook on life so that you can stay fueled for the focus. Because it's a long journey. You got to keep your focus for a long period of time. And you got to implement spiritual, mental, emotional, physical disciplines, right? That's going to help you stay fueled. Hey, I need to stay fueled because in order for me to get this full fruit, I got to be fully planted. You see what I'm saying? I got to be fully into this thing. And if I'm not properly nourished or supplied, I'm not going to really receive the supplies that I need to keep going. How to increase and stay, uh, stay focused? E. Learn to enjoy the process. That's important. Learn to enjoy the process. Why is that important? Because it will ease unnecessary eagerness. You gotta love the process more than the prize. You have to, or you or you're not gonna or you're not gonna be focused long. It's crazy how many people do not know how to um, delay gratification. They want instant gratification. That's why they call it IG. We got IGs. We want instant gratification. That's what Instagram is. Or that's how that's the idea of the concept that that we just want instant gratification. 
You know what I'm saying? Versus knowing how to be so disciplined that I'm able to delay gratification because I know that gratification when I'm fully grown is more enjoyable than trying to gather things now and be instantly gratified and I'm not mature enough to manage it or to enjoy it. Last but not least, how to increase and stay focused. Simply put, you got to stay disciplined, man. Discipline has become a lost art for a lot of people and discipline has has like a negative connotation to it. But discipline is difficult. Discipline hurts, but you got to do it because everything worth ha- worth having, any person worth becoming, the road to get there is discipline, uh, a discipline uh, highway. The highway of discipline is the way to get there. And if you want to really see this fruit in your life, you got to be disciplined. You got to look yourself in the eye and be like, why am I lazy? Why am I procrastinating? Why am I such and such low self-esteem? You got to look at the roots, man, or you're not going to be focused in life. I hope this daily play was a blessing. I have activities for you. I want you to take some time. I think I got all my uh, worksheets here. Yeah, I want you to take some time to really process um, uh, what it is that you want out of your life. Uh, go to my website, IamUnplugged.com, and download today's worksheet. Man, I got about, what, four or five pages for you. This will help you to really think about your focus and get it in incremental goal stages where you're able to really observe it and focus on it and grow from it. Basically, what I want you to do is prioritize your focus. Utilize the worksheet below to improve your focus. Uh, question how are your eyes? What all has your focus and the in order they should be in? Um, fruit form focus worksheet. Utilize the worksheet to measure your focus and its fruit. And each week, what fruit would you like to bear in your life and why? This week, I have a weekly and daily goal plan to help you really uh, uh, audit your focus and where it's going so that you can really uh, use it um, and optimally and so that you can receive the things that you want in this life. But it boils down to focus. It boils down to the health of your eye and the health of your eye is bold based on who has your eye. Does Jesus have your eye today? Does God have your eye? You see what I'm saying? Does he have your attention? Because what Jesus said it was us that was the joy that was set before him that caused him to endure the cross, despising the shame. Whoever you have before you will determine the path you go. And if eternity is what you're after, if God's glory is what you're after, if you focus on things that are above and ensuring that the kingdom of God is advanced, that you're leaving generational wealth for your family, that you're exhibiting manhood and womanhood traits, God-fearing traits, man, then, then, then that's the proper way to focus on. Because when you focus on those things, you'll flourish in anything. And I love you all. I pray this daily play was a blessing. Like I always say, run the play well, my friends. I'll see you next week. Peace.